0: We acknowledge this podcast was recorded on Aboriginal land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of the Feeling Nostalgic Podcast where we look at the pop culture moments that shaped us. And this week on the show we have the Ladies of Christmas the ones that you may know from the Outspoken podcast, the triplets, the sisters, Kate, Amy, Sophie, Torba. Oh, I've been a fan of these ladies for several years now. I thoroughly enjoy their podcast where they talk all things celebrity and influencer gossip. It's just like the perfect podcast to listen to in the background. It gets you doing your chores because you're just like, you know what, if I listen to this podcast while I do my chores, I'll actually do them and not get distracted. But anyway, I have them on the show to talk about all things Christmas, because if you're a fan of these ladies, then you know how obsessed they are with Christmas. Maybe even more than influences and in pop culture and celebrity gossip. Maybe. Just maybe. But yes, I am so, so thankful that they came onto the show, and I'm just very thankful that this is the final episode of the year what a great way to finish off the first season and i really really hope you enjoy my chat with kate amy and sophie from the outspoken podcast hello amy kate sophie welcome to the podcast how are you all? We finally got there through all the technology. <laughs> I know.
1: Thank you for being so patient. It's so great to join you. Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you for coming on. For those of you listening, there has been a bit of technology issues, but, <laughs> you, know, but you know how we solved it. It took some real good thinking here. We restarted a computer.
1: And it <laughs> <hacked>. and Lucky <laughs> Demi got to almost witness one of our arguments in real life. I mean, so. there were, yeah, there were only a few raised voices, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, the controversy is always already there. You're the <laughs> <sisters of> fighting. <laughs> so you are from the outspoken podcast. You talk all things influences, celebrities. But you are on here to talk about another one of your passions. Of course, we'll talk about influences, like you know. Of course, that is a requirement. You are here to come onto the show to talk about Christmas. That is your hobby. That is your passion. That is your lifestyle. <laughs> I feel from listening to your show for. I don't even know how many years, I can't even think how many years, three, four years, I've been listening to your yeah. show. Yes. How are you, now we are recording before December, before Christmas time, but how are you feeling about Christmas right now? Are you feeling oh. excited, dreading it?
1: We're What's- trying to work out when is the socially like, appropriate time to put up our Christmas trees because Kate and Sophie they've got these mammoth Christmas, um, Christmas trees. What's the brand? Is? It's a Bowson Hill Christmas tree. I think they need to sponsor one of our podcasts soon because we talk about them every year. <laughs> but I think that you need to find the appropriate time to set up your tree because I think you, we tend to want to go a bit early, but then I think it almost ruins the lead up because yeah. you need it at the appropriate time because otherwise it's a bit wasted. Well, yeah. I've got stockings hang, hanging up at the moment. So I've got a fireplace and I bought the little cute A for my partner and I, and I am contemplating removing them because as Soph said, you can have it up too long and it spoils it I mean we do have a beautiful decoration in the background here of a a Santa Claus that's been up in my office all year but there's (laughs) some there are some exceptions to it in in Adelaide we have the Christmas pageant so usually in South Australia once the Christmas pageant has happened most people put their trees up that night or that day so I think that's when I'm going to put mine up which my partner won't be happy about because he hates Christmas so I've got a it's like two metre tall. It's so wide. It barely fits into my lounge room, but I'm obsessed with it. I think I need to get some more decorations though because it was a little bit patchy last and year. And Kate even, you know, bullied our mum into getting a new Christmas tree. Apparently mum and dad's Christmas tree just wasn't cutting it well, last that's year. Well, the way they're getting grandchildren. We said, look, they're like, if you give us some grandchildren at some stage, we'll get an extra tree. So, like, we have got this incredible tree ready for these grandkids that don't exist yet. We'll so. bring the dogs over. They'll yeah. enjoy it.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, gra- the grand fur babies, that'll count. That'll be fine.
1: Yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> when do you put your christmas tray up demi
0: oh see it either goes to one extreme or the other i either put it super duper early because i'm that excited or if i'm too lazy and too stressed out because the end of the year is always overwhelming i will put it up like a week beforehand <laughs> oh. so it's just one extreme to another but like this year my priority is it's going to be a big beautiful christmas i'm going to put <sighs> a lot of effort it's going to be put in before like like say the weekend of the first of December or just before mm. the week of December. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
1: I think that's good timing. Also, mm. a tip. I feel like all the good Christmas decorations sold out really early last year. So I think you if you see something you like, you've got to get it. Because mm. I couldn't get a tree skirt for my tree. It was ridiculous. It was all mm-hmm. yeah, bare and looked terrible. <laughs>
0: So we're recording this in October, and I'm already seeing so many decorations at shops. But you know what place is killing it with the decorations? Bunnings. Have you gone oh, to, yes. to get Christmas decorations, especially for lights? I went there the other day, and of course, it was to check out because apparently they stock a lot of um, animal things now, like for like pet food <laughs> and stuff like that. And they have so many cool, big, massive like inflatable Christmas lights and like the inflatable things to put in front of the house that is where, but that's where it's at. Bunnings is yeah. doing mm.
1: good. And they're very creative as well. Cause I went in there and there was a Santa Claus selling kebabs. I think it was called Kris Kringle kebabs. Yeah. That's when you have to work out. You're like, am I going for garish Christmas theme? Which is often my theme. It's just mm. like, it looks like Christmas has vomited over the house. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do have a Santa who's got like a barbecue. Yeah, um, That's, that's an inflatable. So I feel like the Kris Kringle kebab shop mm. or Mm. kebab trailer would go really well next to it mm. but yeah i was so impressed with bunnings Adairs is also very good at the moment actually i went in mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of dog stuff so a lot of like dogs dressed up in christmas stuff on teacups and mm, i mean yes. it's a little bit pricier but i think if you're going to invest in a nice piece that's going to last a long time well, i love bed and bath because they always have an epic 50 percent off sale like in December as well. So I always mm. hold out and I work out what I'm going to get. And then I go crazy well, in there. The other day, just sorry, back to Bunnings. I was in Bunnings and I was looking at, they had these massive, those globe, the molded, like, I, oh, I like can't think of globe. No, you know how I've got that Santa that sits out the side, of the front of the house. I can't, I can't think of the word for it, but they're solar powered. And I was looking okay. at these two soldiers and these gingerbread men and the Bunnings guy was like, buy it you need to buy it i was like i don't need any more encouragement please
0: <laughs> yeah the, yeah this guy was just like oh yeah this is my target market right here mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with this podcast when i have my guests on i also when i have my guests on i ask them what pop culture moments they're currently invested in at the moment or if there's any tv shows movies they're in, uh, obsessed with at the moment so I think yeah. I know what your answer is going to be,
1: but what pop culture moment are you currently <laughs> obsessed with at the moment? Oh. I love how quiet we went there. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, was just thinking, I was just thinking I wonder what moment you think we're obsessed yeah. with because um, it's so weird. The last couple of uh, weeks I have just been obsessed with listening to interviews with Trini Woodall. Um, I know that's <laughs> oh, no, so that's random. Um, what I was
0: expecting. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so – and um, the I'd... thing about Amy is she gets really fixated on things. So mm. she like Kate and I say, oh, okay, this Trini things her new fixation. Stephen Bartlett's her new fixation. And you get heavily invested in crimes, which as in like crime shows and that sort of thing, which again probably aren't pop culture. But um... oh, there I'd say Trini Woodles pop culture. I mean, she's released this. You know, she's got a massive makeup line. But yeah, she was on um, the Diary of a CEO, which I'm currently obsessed with listening to. I'm listening to the audio book at the moment. But you guys. I mean, you were listening to another true crime, Doco. Over the weekend, I have become obsessed with the case about Jill Dando. So, there's a great um, show on Netflix called "Who Killed Jane." Sorry, there's a great show on Netflix called "Who Killed Jill Dando?" And she, for those who don't know, because I actually had no idea about the case, even though it happened in 1999, but she has the most striking resemblance to Princess Diana, and Mm. she was basically one of the UK's biggest tv personalities and she was shot dead on her doorstep cool. and she hosted crime watch at the time so there was a lot of speculation that perhaps it was one of the criminals that she'd ended up sending to jail but yeah this case hasn't actually been solved and it's just fascinating because the family are hoping that this new series shed some light on mm. shed some light on who actually did it but i reckon you should watch it anyway. oh i started watching it last night yeah it's, it's really good mine's a lot more lowbrow i'm currently obsessed with the Kardashian. Sisters fight so Courtney oh. versus Kim at the moment, it's all over my TikTok feed. I'm loving it. I, I can't quite work out whose side I'm on though, because mm. whenever we say like Amy, Sophie, and I like pick who's more like the Kardashian sister, so we always mm-hmm. say that Amy, you're more like Chloe, Sophie's Kim, and I'm Courtney. So I feel like I should be team Courtney but I'm not. I think I'm team Kim at the moment.
0: Mm. I'm team Kim as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what did you think about the group chat they had with oh. Kim's group chat with the not Courtney?
0: <laughs> so savage. Like, oh, but at the same time I'm loving it because like I've, I've watched a little bit of like the new show the Kardashians and I was just like, it's just kind of just a PR kind of show. They just it's mm. just basically them. Because like, even though I do love the whole behind the scenes of their businesses, it's still very orchestrated. It's still it's just not al- as authentic as even though the other one, mm. even though Keeping Up, it's had a little bit of authenticity at least. Like at least you could see like some of the rough edges a little bit. Mm. But this whole drama, I'm just living for it. And then have you seen Jimmy Kimmel did a little spoof because the writers' strike was no. ended, so they're now. So the writer's strike has ended and so now all the late night show hosts are coming back. So then Jimmy did like a little spoof of the chats pretending he was talking to Kim and telling her that he was coming back the late the show, the show was coming back and she was just yelling at him it was so so funny you have to check
1: it out oh. it's so good i do love how they found that memoir of travis saying that oh he that courtney's really upset because travis had the hots for kim early and she never oh. went out with him well, oh. I, I could relate to that as a sister though just pulling the trump card and being like well He was interested in me first. I feel that's clearly why there's beef between all of them. Like it would be so awkward. The other thing that we are obsessed with at the moment is the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing that is going on.
0: That's (laughs) what I thought it was all all going to be. Because that has been my biggest obsession for the past couple of weeks. Oh my God.
1: Oh my God. The selfie, like the celebrity selfie. That was just insane.
0: Oh my God. I love, oh, just the tweets coming out. Like, someone said that um, Taylor Swift is um, collecting all the divorces like they're Pokemons.
1: <laughs> I love this meme that someone shared. It was about Ryan Reynolds, how he's been there every step of the way through Taylor Swift's relationships. Like, it had a photo of her sitting on Tom Hiddleston's lap and, like, him in the photo and then in the box. And uh, What about – are you buying the relationship, though, Demi, or do you think this is pure PR?
0: Okay. I think it's legit because – Yes, I understand. It could easily be PR because I have seen like I think it was this re- the recent NFL game or match or I don't know mm. what you call it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, thing.
1: that thing Taylor was at.
0: <laughs> the ta- ta- Taylor's game. Yeah, that's why I'm calling yeah. it now. Um and there was like I saw online that there was like an ad with Travis and then there was an ad with her in it. But but then I just think like, they don't need the PR. Like No. Mm they don't need it he is massive like in the nfl mm. world like he is so big he's already big in america like he doesn't really mm. need to be big in the world and i did hear some people say like well he is looking at retiring so maybe he might want to be like a host or something like that mm. but he was he would have already become that like he was massive he had his own show like a couple of years ago like Mm. I think it's just. I think it's just my my heart, my my my, my heart, just being like, no, it's real. Let's love. No, I think, think that's kind of like, yeah. And they affecting my thinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I'm a little bit like. I love it. I hope that it's not a PR relationship, and I, I do mm. think that there is some genuineness there. But I just. I think I'm just finding it so interesting that Taylor has completely changed her PR strategy in terms of her relationships. Like all of a sudden she's out there and being so over the top. I mean, maybe she's just got to a point where she's like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, this is the guy I like. I'm just not going to hide away. So I ho- I'm hoping it's just that. I did see someone saying, oh, she's she's done a deal with um, the NFL. It's like she doesn't need to do any deal to promote the NFL. She's a billionaire of her own right. It's just mm-hmm. stupid. I mean, it is great for the NFL. I used to work in um, professional basketball as a media manager. And I was just thinking, can you imagine if Taylor Swift came to one of the 36ers games, the club I used to work for? It would just be pandemonium. But did you see how all the tickets have gone up as well? Mm. All these fans mm-hmm. are really pissed yeah. off because, yeah, people just want to see Taylor. I just love that people are saying this will be the biggest Halloween costume though as well. <laughs> like people are buying out his jersey. I'm like, that is such a good idea. I want to come. stuff. Yeah. Yes. I don't think it's, I could be any more excited, though, about her concert. Like, as in, when we got tickets, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. But now, even there's just even more hype around her. Yeah. Mm, and by the way, I feel yeah. like that's a contentious topic to bring yeah. up. Did you get any tickets, Demi? I didn't. <gasps>
0: oh, I didn't. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, sorry. We- I'm going to go, but I will be able to see it in cinema.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so I'll sorry, because we, we had another meeting. Um, We were chatting with another girl, and we brought it up, and she didn't get tickets. And I felt so bad, because it was just... A ridiculous system. Like Mm, I'm saying that, we got tickets. I would have been absolutely so upset. Well, because we we were so well, we were trying to be really prepared, and we ordered. Well, we booked flights to Sydney and we booked accommodation, and we were like, "Yeah, we'll like get ahead." And then we ended up not getting any tickets in the Sydney sale and being so down and depressed. And then we were like fuck it. We're going to try Melbourne. So somehow out of nowhere, I don't even know how you got the ticket. I was, I had Taylor Swift's concert on in the background. I feel like that was the good luck. um, (laughs) It was good luck. And then we were on a group chat with the three of the two, the three of us and our best friend. And it went through to the final ticket page. And I was like, I don't want to tell anyone in case I stuff this up and I get kicked off. But it was very exciting. (laughs) I love how that's like the most boring story ever, but it's so exciting. The outcome. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> just reliving the moment yeah
0: yeah. it sounds very depressing but during that week i like made a commitment i'm just like don't even bother trying to get the, the tickets so you don't get disappointed it sounds, it sounds so bad i was just like oh I, I think my mental health just wasn't good that week and i'm just like Aww. look for once in your life do what's good for your mental health don't yeah. go against it and then, and then just like look just just don't even try just don't even
1: that was <laughs> probably a smart move because I wanted to smash my computer. Well, the worst <laughs> thing was when I found out that you could just line up out the front of the ticker tech office.
0: I was like, yeah. why did no one I explain that? I was so pissed off when I saw that. I was like, are you kidding me? I yeah. could have done that. I, it would have been good for my mental health and I would have had a ticket at the end of the day. And Is everything, it? I would have slept out for that. Like, because the thing that I hated oh, about the system
1: was the lack of control. Like, it didn't yeah. even matter when you signed on. It was just a random thing. Could you imagine everyone's parents, are probably like, couldn't you just line up? And everyone's like, shut up, mum. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we had no, a lot no of problem. of that. Because I, I remember sharing about it. And we had a lot of Karens in the comments, like didn't you know that was a thing? It's like, yeah, I knew it was a thing. I'm old enough to know that people lined up at ticket but no one promoted that. It was completely yeah. promoted as an online sale. It yeah. was like a raffle. So, mm. Anyway, there's so many tensions. So many Sophie's tensions are Sophie's triggered high. and she got tickets. I know. Yeah. I, know I, just I just feel bad for all the big Taylor Swift fans that didn't get them. And then there's people that are going that – I do feel like there should have been some sort of quiz that you had to pass to prove your mm. wonder, Taylor Swift fandom. I wonder if we will see influences there, though, because obviously we see a lot of celebrities rocking up at her American shows. Mm. I obviously I wonder if brands have got their hands on tickets because mm. I think that will cause a lot of upset yeah. and anger if that does happen.
0: Well, I don't know mm. if they can because I remember the Daily Oz, they got a ticket and then they were going to do like a giveaway, but then they got in trouble and they, and they were told you can't do that. Oh. So I don't think brands can actually do it for some reason. I don't but because mm. like, you know, it's Taylor Swift or I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I just remember seeing that and I was just like, I've never seen that before. Like yeah. a company being told they can't give away a ticket. Yeah.
1: That is interesting
0: yeah yeah that that's that stuck with me yeah so but yeah it'll be interesting like if maybe if it's closer to the date if people can do that or not yeah i feel like if frown. they can feel free to like, if, <laughs> if they can feel free to give me some tickets that'll be great <laughs> because doesn't
1: isn't it that your name has to match your ticket and it's like really like they're making it hard for scalpers to sell tickets they say i'm that. assuming that but i've seen a lot of tiktoks of people showing how they got into the taylor swift concert without a ticket like they're something about how their friend showed their tickets and suddenly the person lost count of people and just let them in. So maybe a hack
0: <laughs> find someone hack. that's got yep. a lot of
1: tickets and go with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've got, got a good, like, what, six months now? So, yep. Yeah. yep.
1: Just, just come, come along with on. us. We've got four. <laughs> so one if do us is sick, you can have our ticket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, user triplets. User could have done something, like, just be like, oh, no, I, oh, no. That, that was me that all that, all that wasn't me or something like true. that true that's your point that we're just all dresses
1: the same taylor swift era to make yeah. it look well, even more similar i don't know if yeah. you've heard this story demi but and i feel and i feel more terrible talking about it because we're lucky enough to have tickets but when she came to adelaide was it seven years ago we got to meet her we got picked out of the crowd yeah. um but she didn't I realize we would were... yeah <laughs> i'm so sorry um, but she didn't realize we were triplets so she was like um oh how so how do you how know do girls other? know each other and her people looked oh. at her and they go, They're sisters. <laughs> so um oh, yeah. bless her. <laughs> so it might not work. Oh, she had a bit not. she had a bit going on at the time. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably a bit distracted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm very excited for you all. At least the the movie's coming to Australia. I'm happy about that. Yes. I'll be seeing that. And also Beyonce's Renaissance Tour. I'm very happy that's gonna be coming to cinema. <gasps> I'm so excited. Good.
1: How yeah. good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, the reason why I had you ladies on primarily is to talk about Christmas. Yes, we're recording a couple of months early, but we are here to talk about Christmas because, as I said before, it is your passion, it is your thing, it is your vibe, it is your everything <laughs> on the side of influencers, of course. So, I would love to know what Christmas was like in your household growing up. I mm-hmm. heard on an earlier podcast. Who I think your mum was deemed the Grinch, and your was oh, the grumpy person.
1: That? She won't like this being brought up. So yeah, she, th- feel, she was never a Grinch, but it was more so that she just wasn't as into Christmas as our dad, who mm-hmm. normally is twenty four seven a grumpy old man. But at Christmas time, he turns into this old sweet like, sweetheart. Everything's magical. Um, So mum's just not as into Christmas as him, but But she's not. We did call her the Grinch. In saying that, (laughs) she's improved because I think she heard us call her the Grinch. And since then, she's gone out and bought this massive um, Santa Claus and also the new Bowson Hill Christmas tree. So she's trying to elevate herself away from the Grinch and she's doing a really good job of it. But Christmas was so magical at our house growing up. Our grandma um, is from England and I think she is the one that really instilled our love for Christmas. So she would always have the best decorations. And right up until I think they were nearly 90, they had a real Christmas tree. So Growing up we always had the real christmas tree so that smell of pine throughout the house and dad would always put christmas lights up um, and we just love cooking as well yeah. so that was a big part of it too and our parents were, uh, and our parents were both teachers so they always were on school holidays during that time. So I think that we really loved all of the little traditions that you could build up. So it was, you know, going and getting the tree, having um, competitions with other houses, because I mean, we're a bit competitive. We always wanted our house to have the best Christmas lights on the street. We did have some enemies on an opposite street who probably weren't aware of our competition, but yeah, um, yeah I just loved the whole lead up to it. On Christmas Eve, Kate and I would always have to make a gingerbread house. So it was just such a fun well, time, so many activities going on. It wasn't meant to be on Christmas Eve. We'd always say, let's make a gingerbread house. And we always got so like busy that we left it to Christmas Eve. And we kind of felt like we had to make it, even though it was so hellish mm. to actually do it. <laughs> well, this year, I really want to do a christmas light decorating competition. But you guys, because I wanted to do it last year, but you guys didn't really come to the table. Yeah, I think you would be intimidated because um, my uh, partner's an electrician, so... We joke that that's the only reason I'm marrying him, so he can do the Christmas lights out the front, which is pretty important. See, um, I was getting married in January, so that was my excuse that I had to focus on the wedding. But now that my wedding's over, I'll have to really dedicate some time to go down to Bunnings, get some of the, the, the Christmas cake <laughs> <little combats>.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I have to ask, though, what does your, over the years then, when your parents buy you gifts, so, okay actually put a bit of context in case it is just my family that does this (laughs) when you were kids and your parents say got you a gift did they have to buy all the exact same gift because you'd get jealous of one another or (laughs) did you have to get all different gifts because you were just like i don't want to have the same as such and such I'm That's very curious qu- what that was like. <laughs> mm. That is a good
1: question because um, being triplets, our mum always wanted us, like she didn't want us to wear the same outfits and necessarily have the same things. But then sometimes there were some gifts that we would like. So she would always say you have to open a certain gift in the same order if it was going to be the same thing, if that yeah. makes sense. Like but... we got we got bikes at the same time and sometimes we'd get a group present. So we got a, a Seager all together. Um but once we got a Game Boy to share and I was like, wow that taught us patience having <laughs> to share one Game Boy. <laughs> but to be fair, to like <laughs> <laughs> Um Soph and I are probably were more similar growing up. We loved playing with Barbie. So we'd always get a Barbie but Amy wasn't really into it, but she'd get a Ken. So we had the a best collection <laughs> of Ken's. Like, I feel like some people didn't have that many Ken's, but we had a lot of Ken's. There yeah, were well, lots of options for the Barbies to go on dates with, which yeah. was at the time. But, um, <laughs> but we would, yeah, it was just a mix. Sometimes we'd get the same thing, sometimes we wouldn't. But it would, the number one thing was it had to be fair. So all of the presents were, you know, exactly the same price. Mum really worked it all out. Um, but now these days, Mum will just be like, um spending this much, what do you want? So she just gets us <laughs> to pick it out now because it's so hard. Did you get the same stuff growing up?
0: Oh, for me, because I was such a jealous little bitch all the time and my brother was <laughs> only thirteen months older than me. Yeah. My mum was very much like that, like what you say, Kate, like Okay, I'm gonna be spending this much, even though my, even though your brother's present does look bigger, it is the same price <laughs> as your one. Don't worry, his birthday. <laughs> but the thing is, she still does that now, mm. <laughs> and she thinks that I'm gonna be like, oh, be like, look at the present and be like, oh, he's gotten a bigger present. I'm just like, I don't care, <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad you still just get me presents. That's still good. Cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I just don't.
1: <laughs> I always just loved looking over when you're like growing up and you'd see mums so excited. I've seen TikToks where it's got the mums, you know, looking over at a kid's opening the presents and the dad's just shocked because he's had no input whatsoever. Into... In I mean... saying that, that's a bit of a bad rap for dad because our dad, even up to, I think, until we were sort of late 20s, he would get us a present steal from Father Christmas that he'd wrap in christmas paper that was from childhood i don't know how, where he got this wrapping know, paper the, from the wrapping paper just sat on top of his wardrobe and it was covered in dust it must have been like a 10 meter roll or something because he'd only <laughs> use it for a couple of gifts each year but he'd always sign it from father christmas which was pretty cute <laughs> i love that he's
0: still using the same wrapping paper which That You know what? That is a skill. That is a skill because (laughs) I I always, at the end of every year, I'm always just like, oh, I'll keep this wrapping paper and then I'll use it next year. When it gets to next year, I can never find it. Or it's like (laughs) ripped or it's, yeah, got lots of dust on it. Or yeah, yeah, I cannot find it till months later and I've already bought another
1: roll. I'm a bit of a loser. I love having a new Christmas theme. Like maybe I need to get a life or something. But like every year I'm like, oh, I'm going to be this person who's got the traditional like red Christmas paper. And then last year I was like, oh, I want to be that like it girl that has like the brown wrapping paper. And now this year I'm like, why does anyone use brown wrapping paper? It doesn't even hold sticky tape. It looks shit. So I've got to have a new theme this year. So he did do well to hold on to wrapping paper for that long. Spotlight have really good wrapping paper. And I saw Typo have brought out the Elf themed wrapping paper like the movie elf and I really wanted to yes. get it but it was only it wasn't even like I think it was like it was a very short amount of paper so you have to mm. buy like so many rolls to wrap things so I was like I'll work out what I'm getting and see if the paper will cover it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh <laughs> I love that there's so much thought in wrapping paper. I love it so much. Yes. (laughs) But yes, on the brown wrapping paper, I'm so glad that realization is finally happening because I see it all the time, especially on influencers' pages, and it's like, yes, that looks aesthetically pleasing, but at the same time (laughs) I look at it and I'm just like, what tape are you using? Yes. Yes. How do you keep it down? How?
1: Especially when it's hot. Like it was quite hot, I think, Christmas Eve yeah. and everything was coming undone. It just wasn't worth what it. What about all those people? Um, I've seen influencers do it where they just um, wrap up boxes to put under the tree. So, Because, you know, if you've got different shaped parcels, it might not look as aesthetically pleasing. Now, I think uh, if you were doing that, so if you said you need to get a life. But I think... Yeah. Actually, that's, that's next. That's level. next level. That is next level. That is someone who doesn't have kids or a job or so a dog, think... or a dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to throw any shade. Actually, I feel like that's kind of cute if you're if you're doing that. I'm but... all for the aesthetic appeal, but I think I don't like when people put um, designer bags under the Christmas tree. I think that oh, kind of you made a bit of box. Yeah. Well, that's the, very yeah. tacky. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I want to know yeah. your view, Demi, on um, talking Christmas cards. Um, mm-hmm. those pretentious letters. I don't know if you, I don't think people our age mm. send them to each other. I feel like it's our parents' generation where it's basically a Christmas letter that just brags about all of your achievements for the year. Have you seen those? We need to bring these in. They're so funny. Yeah. yeah. mum still gets this one that our mum gets from her family friend <laughs> and she'll be like, oh my gosh, the letter is here. And then we'll all sit around and read it because it's so funny. And it always has about 50 exclamation points in it. Yeah, It's like a little paragraph on each kid and everything they've done. And it's like super embarrassing because these poor kids, they're our age now. And there's always still a photo of them visiting Santa Claus. I don't know how they do it. It is like, but we we sometimes make up our own where you just sit and write a fake letter bragging about yourself. It's actually quite a fun pastime activity. It's always, yeah, the the letter goes... saying something embarrassing about each child that the child would never, ever want mentioned, especially during the teen years. I think they always <laughs> seem to highlight those awkward years. And then it's just three paragraphs on how great they are at the end yeah. and m- mentioning their elderly parent and whatnot. So that's the formula for anyone wanting yeah. to write one. <laughs> wow.
0: I have n- I've never heard of that in my entire life. That just looks like, that just looks like it's like, a, like just a Facebook post, but in the mail. Mm. No, I, I can just yeah. go to Facebook if I want to see parents brag about their kids being a doctor or graduating at university and stuff i can go and do that no that sounds that's, terrible no that's
1: exactly what it is it's one of those end of year you know how everyone at the end of the year starts posting those big um, oh, yeah years when it was a, when it was a yeah. thing yeah that was i loved that because it, like i'd never posted one myself but i loved reading them i'm like oh what what have people summarized as their highlights for the year it was very interesting yeah.
0: Oh, When that happened last year, I was just like, well, we're we filming everything. I wasn't aware of this. I was just like, oh my gosh, damn so i've prepared my I, know, I, have you. Admit, I have so many clips yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was
1: one of those sad people who got caught up in it and i did do a year in review but i realized how sad mine looked in comparison to everyone oh, <laughs> all <laughs> of mine all i had were dog videos yeah. i'm like i can't put any of this up i don't have anything that looked aesthetically pleasing it's just my dog i mean my dogs are gorgeous but it looked a bit sad that is another thing going like away from christmas into influences i don't know about you Demi, but have you ever had the desire to film yourself crying when you're upset. I mean, maybe, I don't know if you have put out any crying videos, but I just, it's a bit of a pet peeve of mine because I know that they're trying to be authentic, but I just find it so inauthentic to be upset and think, let's it. I think it this. depends if you film authentic things all the time, but when yeah. it's like next to content that's very flashy and then I almost feel like it's sometimes a bit strategic. Like I've posted too many exciting moments and now I've got to be a bit real like I but think that, when yeah. it's very formulaic. No, like, no. I get that it's important that Instagram isn't a highlights reel but sometimes mm-hmm. I just think it does seem a bit it's performative, performative yeah. and a bit strategic but anyway
0: yeah
1: Demi right, moving Demi, away from Christmas. Demi you're like oh actually I feel myself crying I've all the time
0: I've taken photos of myself crying as soon as you started saying that Sophie oh, I was a bit like oh, oh, oh I'm sorry Demi but I think I, no. would, I would be cool it with is, It is dicky when I, like, see, like, like, you, know, like you know, like, Instagram stories. It will be like, oh, this was shared in Instagram stories a year ago. And I will see, like, a photo of me crying because I'm just like, I'm having a bad mental health day. And I'm just like... I'm a wanker. Why? Oh, <laughs> see, now I
1: feel like a wanker because at least – Watch like, Sophie backtrack now. No, I, I think it's,
0: different no, it's so, it, so true, though. It's so true. I think I, it's different
1: I, if you try so to true. shed a light on, like, mental health and stuff like that. But when it's like – I won't say the influencer, but I saw someone post a photo on this lavish holiday and they're like, I'll
0: bleep it, cry. I'll bleep it. I want to know now. I'll bleep it out, I promise. <laughs> oh. I promise, I will bleep it out. Oh,
1: okay, it was <laughs> – yeah, She was posted a uh, yeah. photo on their, like, UK trip and she put put a photo of herself crying and I thought, oh, maybe it's about her missing her child, but it was because um she was thinking about the fact that her mum lived in the UK and her mum's really far away from her own mum. I don't know, it was just a bit like, oh, Is you're it- trying to break up, you know, the fact that you're on this incredible, but like... Trip it's a it's a hard one because I think um, at the moment it is really popular for influencers to be real and raw, and Which I is think good. and I think I'm not just saying this, Demi, but you always post real content, yeah. so it's not jarring what if you know. For example, if I see you suddenly shared a, a post today with you crying, probably after Sophie's brutal commentary on it. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: but, um, but the yeah. instance oh, I think I just
0: did an interview with these people They were so. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't in touch with their Maybe
1: Sophie's gonna put one up of her crying now, feeling bad about yeah. it. Oh <laughs> God. God. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's when it's someone and they do tend to just post that really curated content. But you know what? I think where like my partner always says that I'm not in touch with my emotions. Like at my wedding, I didn't cry. Like I hold a lot of things in. Well, so maybe it. it's just like coming from that perspective. That... I think
0: it's an issue yeah. with us. Maybe. Yeah. Not I everyone. think it's an <laughs> us issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I'm just a cry baby. I will cry at anything. Like, Aww. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, Sick. but even if it's, even if it's like, I would just look at a TikTok video and next minute I'm crying. And my partner would come over and be like, "What's wrong?" And he'd be like, "There's a dog, and he got adopted." He's like, "Did you watch that the other day?" And he was like, "It's another dog, though. Aww. He got adopted again." Aww, I get. <laughs> that. I've, I've
1: started crying recently as well for um, different TV shows. They really hit me hard. Like Downton oh, yeah. Abbey. I'll, I'm watching it for the fourth time, and someone dies, and I'm just like, <sighs> "I'm like, what is happening to me?" Were well, you hormonal yeah. at the time? I'm not to. to no, calm. just it's just I don't know. i'll be all gen z it just hits different now
0: Mm -hmm. i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh i do have to say that now that i'm I'm like now going back and thinking about like influences i follow that yeah you can just kind of tell they're just posting these kind of content just for attention and i will mention Mm -hmm. one person i will bleak this name out as well (laughs) um so there's a little bit of beef in the plus size community it's a bit Mm-hmm. yeah it's like a, like you know, oh, like you know how there has communities and there's like little niches and every little niche yeah. just has a little drama which i just yeah. love i just love it it's so random <laughs> and the plus size community there's a little bit of beef and there's this person called mm-hmm. and she was in bali and she was like posting a video and photos of her crime because there was a construction site next to her villa and she oh. was like how am I supposed to post videos where there's a construction site next door oh. and like people and like she was saying that she wants to get like her money back, get a wow. refund from the people with the villa? It's just like, just, what? just no are you kidding me this is a financial crisis don't don't ask for a friend from the hotel like wow. these people I, are struggling a... and because you can't you can still film with a construction site there just do it to some oh i think people God. just need
1: to read the room i did see that pop up yeah. and you're like how do you not see how this is coming across like okay, have a whinge to your family and friends maybe if it has, you know, slightly Mm -hmm. damaged your trip in some respect. But don't put it online. But also (laughs) maybe just do some research into where you're staying as well because, I mean, I I would think that they might have to say that there's major construction going on. But surely there's so many aesthetically pleasing spots in Bali that you could go outside of your villa and go film Mm -hmm. yourself or take photos somewhere else. Get out there and actually experience it, so...
0: Yeah, really weird. It was just next to the pool, like, and she had her own pool, And but she was angry that then she couldn't do filming in the pool. But she could still be in the pool. It wasn't like dropping – things weren't dropping in the pool, but yeah. – I don't know, that just really peeved me off really peeved me off. yeah i just got in my
1: head what's that quote from the kardashians courtney's like to kim when she lost her diamond earring people are dying kim. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes. speaking of influences and i'm going to intertwine this with christmas because i'm very curious we spoke about influences and like you know the way they try to make it aesthetically pleasing from what you've seen on influences profiles and platforms who would you love to do a Christmas with? Like have them host a Christmas and you <laughs> oh. witness the witness their Christmas live <laughs> firsthand.
1: See um I think Courtney Mangan. So she is more of a I wouldn't say micro-influencer. She's got about 30,000 followers now. We've actually had her on our podcast before. I think she is very much on like brand with us how much she loves Christmas. Like we are and she just does it so well. Um, so I think maybe Courtney Mangan and Sam Mangan. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if the Kardashians fall into the influencer category, <laughs> oh. but definitely with them. Like the guilty pleasure is on Boxing Day, just going on Snapchat or Instagram story and just seeing how lavish their Christmas Eve party is, and then the day. Mm. Like it just looks insane. I, mm-hmm. See, I was going to say Michael Finch because he's really good at cooking. Um, but I was—I have to say Anna Paul because oh, yeah, that would be I feel one. like she yes. does Christmas really well. And not that I'm seeking out lots of gifts, but I feel like she'd be very generous to <laughs> yeah.
0: everybody on Christmas Day as well. Very
1: thoughtful. Um, she seems very thoughtful with presents. And as the well. other one—the other one that would be cool is someone like Molly May because it, I'd, yes. I've always wanted to have a white Christmas and. I didn't realise, but it seems to be such a thing that they go to the pub on Christmas Eve. And I also know I love I it in, that. I love it in the UK how, I feel like in Australia, there's this unspoken rule that for some reason you have to get really dressed up on Christmas Day just to sit in your grandma's house. But like, I like in the UK that everyone just gets around in pyjamas all day or something mm. comfortable. <laughs> it seems yes. a lot more wholesome. Yeah. See, maybe yeah. I'm, I think I might be. I'm not sure I'm hosting Christmas at some like either lunch or dinner, but maybe if I do dinner, we should all get matching like Kmart pajamas and just wear them. Yeah. We'll Christmas have to get them now. So Christmas pajamas. Do yeah. so you have an answer Demi? Is there anyone you'd an influencer you'd want to spend Christmas with?
0: Ooh, isn't Honestly, if they're just overseas, I can get a free trip. That'd be great. <laughs> 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 if I can just get a free trip overseas, that'd be fun. Um, who would I want to spend Christmas? Okay, they're not an influencer, they're a celebrity, but Taylor Swift, I think. Oh yeah, yes. Just go. I I want to see how she makes things, even though I know she wouldn't cook them herself. Maybe she might cook a few things. Um, what was it? The the chai cookies or something like that. Yeah. Like, I need yeah. I need to taste those in real life, and I need to experience. I, and again, I think I think like Anna Paul, she would just be so lovely and just buy you everything. And and she'd just be like, oh, I saw this thing that you spoke about briefly nine years ago. I'm going to get it for you. I feel like she's that kind of person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not -hmm. to humble brag, but when we did meet Taylor Swift um, after this concert in her little backstage area, she actually served cookies for everyone. And they were like Taylor's. (gasps) cookies i mean i think they just probably picked them up from somewhere in Adelaide. i reckon but... they were subway cookies i feel like sophie's <laughs> overselling it <her. laughs> They would call them all, these are taylor's cookies. but it's the and... perception isn't it you're like yeah. mm, these are the most delicious cookies and also she's got the best christmas song like christmas mm. tree farm is by far like i think all i want for christmas is for you sorry all i want for christmas is you is you know God tier, but I think Taylor's song is pretty mm. close. It feels like it's been a song that's been around for 50 plus years, but it's only been around probably for a decade. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What when you that? guys do do Christmas, what is your go to? Because I assume because you're very much into Christmas, you have the music going when you're putting up the mm-hmm. trees. What music do you have on? Do you have on like some old-time carols? Do you have a bit of Swifty, Mariah, Buble? What have you got going? It's it's a
1: bit more poppy. We actually did make a Outspoken um, Christmas playlist. (laughs) So I put all my favourite songs on there. But it's a lot of, um, yeah, Taylor Swift, Mariah Carey. Justin Bieber. High five as high five. well. We love a high five Christmas track as well. Ariana. But then some of the classics as well. There's a few classics See, in there. We were talking about how we're not in touch with our emotions, but I think at Christmas time I get more emotional. Like if mm. I sit listening to the carols, like carols by Candlelight in particular, that's the god to <laughs> carols. I get super emotional, particularly when the Jesus songs come out. And I wouldn't say I'm particularly <laughs> the religious. Jesus I'm just saying songs. that
0: like, yeah, they really touch The religious songs? Me, the
1: religious songs. I'm like, oh, my God. That's yeah. when my tears, I mean, that's when I need to get my camera out, take a photo of me crying. Is it, crying at is the carols, it Marina but... Pryor? She always yes. comes out and sings. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched Carols by candlelight, but it's um, a tradition in the Torba household. It first started – because we were all taking the piss out of the the carols and then it's now just become oh isn't it so beautiful we love it it's not been the same since high five haven't done their christmas carols though no Mm. we need them back yeah
0: (laughs) oh well i hopefully the interview you did with nathan Foley, which i have to say oh my god my inner childhood was just so (laughs) so those of you listening that don't know what i'm talking about um outside with your podcast, you have the additional subscriber episodes, Outspoken Plus, and you interviewed the beautiful Nathan from High Five. And, <laughs> oh, my, my inner childhood was just so warm. And I was just like, yep, yep, yep. I did have a crush on him growing up. Yep, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, I realize that now. Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> he, he, was, he was still hot. Like, when he appeared mm. on camera, I was like, you look exactly the same. Oh. He was lovely as well. <laughs> he was just so generous with his time and just – so funny it's so weird to talk to someone that you kind of idolized as a kid and just hearing all the in jokes and th- that were going on on the set mm. and i didn't realize as a kid that he was dating kelly from high five Two. it just mm. so many interesting mm. things but pop up. the fact that he was only 18 at the time because yeah. i didn't realize he was i mean he's still very similar in age to all of us it kind of blew my mind but mm. yeah that was lots yeah. of fun <laughs>
0: Yeah, there was just so many things I found out. I'm just like, oh my god, I didn't know that. Oh my god, like you, because you just think. And also, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I just assumed everyone was so much older. Yeah, and they were like a fully grown adult. And then yeah, yeah, when you told me about the age, I'm just like, "What?" what? (laughs)
1: i still do that now i forget that we're 34 i'm like oh my god like you see this influencer online and they're so successful and you find out they're like 21 i'm like oh god
0: (laughs) it's so depressing It (laughs) i'm
1: like how have they got this shit together and i don't like they've just got these like perfect routines i mean i suppose it's all smoke and mirrors mirrors. yeah
0: Yeah, but then you hear some of them, that they, they get a mortgage and you're just like, you're getting a mortgage at 21? <laughs> yeah. I could barely afford my bar tab at that time. Jeez, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> they
1: grew up with, um, you know, the internet throughout their childhood though. I mean, think about it. Like back in the day, we'd have to go and look at Dolly Doctor or, you know, like get a magazine mm. or whatever. They can Google anything. That's why they all look so amazing. They've been on social media looking how to do their makeup and, you know, hair tutorials, financial advice. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. It is hard to, like, pick people's ages now, though, because I feel like people in their 30s are looking young and 40s are looking younger and younger. I mean, obviously, due to Botox and stuff like that, or just a skincare. Like, it's hard to pick people's ages. Also, I saw something on TikTok and it was showing all of the women, um, like, in their 50s now, like Jennifer Aniston and J-Lo. But then it was showing them what they'd look like with a different hairstyle. And they were saying how the hairstyles really make a difference. Because back in the day, if you were in your 50s, you'd have a very, like, Like oh like a perm or, Mm. yeah. And it's just so different now what hair can do, (laughs) hair extensions and...
0: Hmm. yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> speaking of influencers, because i have to pick at your brains and like get a bit of gossip because i just love that that's what i live on do <laughs> any of yous because unfortunately you have been blocked from some particular influences <laughs> over the years hmm. do you have any finster accounts
1: oh yeah yes. definitely we have since we were <laughs> for years because um when we were working uh more in like news and journalism I mean, I I suppose the podcast still is journalism, but um, for news networks, we always had Finsters and fake Facebook accounts just to see what was going on with other people. It Um, was something that you were sort of instructed to create. So a lot of our producers would say, "Oh, like it was sort of just every journalist had a Finster account." I mean, the name has changed over the years, and I mean, it doesn't have like full blown photos. See, I don't. You guys have Kate and Soph created this Finster, um, but I actually don't have a Finster. I just use my pets. Um, social media account to look at people that I like...
0: yeah but that's, that's I bad. do the same <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, like you're never gonna know but my only <laughs> issue is like if you so originally I've got a fence to stalk out you know interesting stories and stuff but it's also to look at people's pages that I shouldn't be looking at as well like you know you some private ones yeah. But like, as in people, I know that I shouldn't be looking at and like, I don't want them to see my photo pop well, up on their story. My, so my difficulty is my dog has like a large social media platform. He's got like 37,000 followers. Just a humble brag so, from Zobie. Wow, hmm. Yeah. But I'm always scared. Cause I'm like, it kind of is obvious that it's me. Here's some gossip. What about what? that time? I can, I, I'm probably going to tell the story really badly because I can't even remember who the influencer was, but I remember we spoke Uh about this particular influencer and um, she ended up following Sophie's dog and messaging the dog account like the same week we spoke about it. So Jordan Simi, he was dating Sammy Robinson and then there was this Mm -hmm. whole French toast scandal. So he started... He was like linked to this French model who we called French Toast. Anyway, it turned out that French toast actually followed Archie, Sophie's dog. And we're like, when did this and he happen? Was yeah, and she was messaging the, my dog and I was like, Is she trolling me at this stage? Like what is happening here?
0: <laughs> oh my god. That's so amazing. That see now that should have been like in your end of year thing of like, Oh, I'm gonna brag. I got I, French toast message my dog. <laughs> it's
1: making me hungry actually. Yeah. (laughs)
0: another thing i'm very curious about what's the most mundane thing you've ever watched on an influencers vlog i'm very interested in
1: I reckon at Sammy like going I'm just thinking of Sammy Robinson she was always unstacking a dishwasher on her vlogs and I was still captivated by it I'm like she's such a beautiful creature how does she stack her dishwasher more, probably, I mean this probably isn't mundane but more disgusting and I got some flack for mentioning it on the podcast because I think I grossed everyone out but oh, no. I watched a UK influencer remove her toenail that got crushed oh. and that was disgusting oh we got oh, so I many complaints that. about I that.
0: I love that gross stuff. I love it. I hate, okay, I get very cranky when I'm listening to the pod and you feel like you are censored because you can't talk about gross stuff. And it's just like, no, I want to hear it. I want to hear it, yes.
1: You love all the pimple popper stuff
0: then? I love it. Oh, oh honey, I love it. I love it. I even have a game that's like pimple popping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very depressing, but... My, we partner's t- skin, my partner's skin has started to get better because now he's starting to use cleanser, which I love. Oh. But at the same time, I'm just like, now you're not getting as many pimples. Oh. <laughs> just do cleanse the
1: bottle? That's very selfish of him.
0: <laughs> I know. How dare he put in a skincare routine after 30-something years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of other mundane things. Well, yeah. I remember... Um, we first really got into influencer stuff because um, our cousin's girlfriend at the time, who's a bit younger, she was like, "You need to go and watch Shani Grimman's nighttime routine." Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting at home watching it and going, "What the heck? like? What the fuck? Like, who is sitting around watching this shit on YouTube?" Fast forward what seven years, and we've got a podcast talking about the ins and outs of all these <laughs> no, different people. Like, it suddenly became hooked. On her nighttime routine. That's actually a thing now on TikTok where a lot of school kids do get ready with me for school. And I will sit yes. there at like 12 o'clock at night, just hooked. Like one girl had a little fan set up in her little room. So in between makeup, it could dry different like layers. Sophie's already ordered the fan off Amazon. It was just, I'm like, I don't even remember getting that's ready bit, for school. That's a bit sad. Like how old are these kids? Oh my God, this girl was 13. It was like her first day of like high school. And she'd got, I actually sent it to you, she got up at like 5 30 in the morning to do her hair and her makeup i'm like this is so sad that it's, well, it's, not big- it's not it's i feel like it's mean to the girl to say it's sad but it's more kind of concerning like no, thinking that's what of I mean. your 13 year old daughter having to worry about doing all that yeah so i just young. thought it was sad that she had to worry but then i remembered our high school was a horrible cesspool of bullies and stuff so i was like oh i suppose it makes sense why she's doing it but most schools don't allow makeup
0: <laughs> true mm. it's, high. it's I was like, america like, oh, though yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I even turned up to school with a little bit of eyeliner, my teachers would be like, "No, wash it off, wash it off." It's just like, but, but it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah, a lot of money for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) My pocket money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) At the end of every single show with my guests, I do a bit of a "Would you rather" kind of scenario, and it's regarding pop culture. However. For you ladies, it is Christmas edition, as you are the queen of Christmas. And I have a feeling we're going to get some differing opinions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. And some of these may be related to something very controversial, which is your hierarchy of foods. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't end up so well last time. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, would you rather trifle
1: or pavlova oh trifle yeah I, I reckon trifle i'd rather eat a pavlova but make a trifle okay.
0: Ooh, oh yeah he's trying to get clever trifle's so much fun
1: yeah and they just look so aesthetically pleasing but they're not i don't think they're as nice <gasps> as it pavlova. was delicious it was our grandma's tradition to always make a trifle so i even if i don't enjoy it i have to eat trifle on christmas See, day i love cream jelly and custard so yeah what about
0: for you yeah. Oh, trifle all the way. I, mm. I'm I'm a slut for custard. I love custard. I think it just makes any dessert ten times better. I don't know why. Mm. And and especially if it's like a homemade custard, but mm. And
1: remember on Friends yeah. that trifle where they hit where Rachel put the meat in it? Yeah, but I feel like yes. Christmas is the only time you really get custard as well. Like, I it should be an all re- year thing, really. Mm. It is an all year thing. No, I don't really have dessert that, that, with heaps of custard. Christmas desserts always have custard. Yeah, you've got yeah. your Christmas pudding. Anyway, sorry, because it's for winter. <laughs> yeah. You can tell we're all really hungry because we're taking it really <laughs>
0: seriously. <laughs> yeah, My this is a mistake portion. to. This is a mistake to end this with, like, food, kept food topics. <laughs> <laughs> for listeners out there, we're, we're recording this around lunchtime, and I have a feeling all, all four of us here have left lunch a bit later. Yeah, we have. Lunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and also, I kind of didn't have lunch beforehand, because I was just like, I'm going to burp for sure. I'm going to burp. Oh, <laughs> no, you should have.
1: We wouldn't have minded. Yeah. It's <laughs> a safe split. <place. laughs> I heard apparently it's better not to eat um, like a heavy lunch before a podcast recording because apparently your brain works better without the food. Because really, if really? you're like digesting food, oh. it's like I don't know, I heard Stephen Bartlett say it. So, so he, seems know, say yeah, he seems problem. to know he seems to know everything. So I kind of mm. was like oh, okay <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we'll, we'll let you yeah, ask the answer. <laughs> to probably, yeah.
0: This is gonna ruin your soul, Amy, but um I don't rate Stephen Bartlett. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's okay. He just seems. I'm so sorry. I because the thing is, so many people love him. I recently saw that he's like and so done so many interviews recently mm. as well. Mm. I I just don't get it. Like, because he's just. I don't know. I just kind of seem just like oh, he's just some rich guy. I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I get what you mean. I don't. I don't know. I just like you know how there's just certain celebrities and you're just like I don't get it. Everyone else. See, Amy went one. through. I
1: I know, I know exactly what you mean in terms of, you know, when someone's so hyped up and then you listen and you're like, how is this that much different? Um, mm. I, I started listening ages ago, so I kind of... Yeah. Oh, uh, so you mm, discovered No, first. no, 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 I'm <laughs> not saying that. But, you know, when someone's a bit oversaturated and you can... Yeah. Yeah. See, but you loved Gary Vee for ages yeah, and you were like, oh that my was... God. Anyway, Amy I'm gets onto worried. like, hooks onto these trends, so... It's not true. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> She's feeling attacked. I might have to feel myself crying after being berated <laughs> by my sister, I think there's nothing wrong oh. with it.
0: Oh, and I, have to, I have to do a little recommendation. If you were or are a Gary Vee fan, listen to Sounds Like a Cult. They just did an episode on the cult of Gary Vee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've just gotten her out of the cult she can't go back no, no. I, I i do i do like gary Vee, but he's very repetitive i can't listen oh. to him anymore i like, put out a thousand pieces of content a day to be with Stephen, with Stephen byler i actually really like the people he talks to as well like so it's I, more the it's it's, it's, interview. The it's really interesting con- it's really interesting content but yeah <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I think I'm just in like my eat the rich kind of phase, and I'm just like, yeah, no, it's just another. But but then again, I like Taylor Swift, so yeah, it does. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit hypocritical there, I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, okay, back to Christmas so then we can all eat some lunch. That's the goal. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, the trifle and pavlova. Ooh. Okay. Gingerbread or Christmas pudding?
1: Christmas pudding. Christmas, Christmas pudding. pudding. I like making a
0: gingerbread, but
1: I like eating Christmas pudding. I feel like a lot of people don't like Christmas pudding, but I love it. Particularly with custard, as we've talking about Do you, put, do about you put coins in your Christmas pudding, Demi? Because that's a contentious issue.
0: I have never... Okay, I was so when I was researching for this episode, I listened to some old apps of yours. And I heard that, and I've never been more confused in my life. What do you mean coins? Like chocolate coins? Like the coins in your wallet? I don't no, know. What money.
1: See, I feel like... I don't know if it's um, it's an English thing. I yeah, think. it is an English thing, but I wonder if it's an if it's like an Adelaide thing as well. Because really? no, no, in I terms think... of you know, like because Adelaide was a like free settlers that came here, whereas <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Demi, but convicts in Queensland. But they're um, still from English. To... <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I, I, I have no idea. I have it's, No, it's no a, idea. But it's, it's, it's a UK tradition. So like our, our grandma's from the UK, so she would put. I mean, one Christmas we had an auntie who put two dollar coins in. Um, the pudding. So literally, all of the kids were lining up for like third. So it's, it's of... basically you would, um, like, our grandma would um, cook the pudding, and then just mm-hmm. as it was cooked, um, she'd just sort of like either insert a few. It has to be specific coins well, because it has to some be sterilized, of the. Yeah. But you can't. It's not like you could put a two dollar coin on there because it might leak out. Some. Well, you you, of no, you you can't cook the coins within the pudding, but you can just put them on top. So I don't know. I think, yeah. Anyway, I probably wouldn't do it now. Like, <laughs> think how dirty money is. Yeah, yeah it's maybe just no. But it's something you just give on the side, a few coins. No, yeah. here's a Bitcoin for your pudding because no one uses cash anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good idea.
0: Oh my God. Imagine if you were to do that to a little kid now, they'd be like, what do I do with this? What do I do with this? <laughs> what is this? <it? laughs> Money, cash, coins. What is this? What? This is so old school. They just
1: like tap the pudding, like with their debit card <laughs> oh my or whatever. God. <laughs> yeah. Just
0: have like, a square reader in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. More food related questions. Gravy or cranberry sauce?
1: Ooh, oh, that's different. Gravy. Cool.
0: Oh, I love a bit of cranberry sauce because
1: it's the only time of year you really have so, it. So, but if you're picking between, on your potatoes, you're either having cranberry No, I'm, I'm going to go cranberry I'm going to go
0: cranberry because it's of the season.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that caused a lot of controversy as to run the hierarchy post that you've had in the past Many were very upset with the low rating of gravy. we
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we we'll have to take that on board for this year if we do another one. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised. that Yeah, I can't remember where that was, but I'm surprised gravy's like amazing.
0: But I feel it like it's just gravy a in the middle. Thing. It was in the middle. And as a gravy gal, not not, not cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not cool for the gravy. Have you said mushroom gravy? Like mushroom gravy and like like some chips. Oh.
1: I think we've That's just grown up with shit gravy. Like, no offense to our mum. See, like... I, don't, I don't like mushroom gravy. I'm sorry, Demi. Yeah, but see, mum does really... Amy and Demi clashing on the big mm. issues here. Stephen Violet and gravy. <laughs> yeah. Mum used to make really thick gravy. Yeah. yeah. And I do like gravy. But I think there's so many other Christmassy things. Like, I feel like gravies are very, like, all year. Maybe we need to try Demi's gravy. Yes. 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 I can make a good (laughs) gravy. Yeah.
0: Good gravy. Actually, no, my Nana. My Nana makes the best gravy. So, so good. You would love my Nana. She's the most beautiful thing. Fun fact that her. Her, my poppy my so is my step-grandfather um he's currently in hospital at the moment and she's Aww. having the time of her life she's loving it because, <laughs> he, because he is very demanding of her it's very like old school kind of vibes Aww. and so she's loving it she's getting some time to herself she's like playing tennis with her girlfriends oh, going wow, cute. she's loving it <laughs> it's, it's funny
1: it's funny you say that i don't know if we've told this story on a podcast but um when our grandpa passed away, it was obviously horrible, but it was so funny because our grandma suddenly got um, in charge of like the remote control, and she they used to just only watch shows on the ABC, and then suddenly she started watching like all these different Reality. movies, and so like yeah. she was watching Big Brother, and then we gave her a whole load of yes. DVDs that we got from um, Malaysia. One of the DVDs happened to be Jackass, and we didn't realise <laughs> that that was in the mix. <laughs> And so she put it on and she, yeah, it was a scene where they were making a, um, a an omelette out of vomit. Oh. And oh it was, anyway, like they ate each ingredient and then vomited. Oh. It. And she was like, what on earth is this? Which I think she watched the whole thing. She was also, <laughs> she also loved like embarrassing bodies and snog mario void. Good <laughs> taste.
0: Oh, my God what a legend love that yeah. yes <laughs> but before it was and, just
1: like midsummer murders and the bill that was what we should watch
0: <laughs> oh i love that yes gotta love gotta love your grandmothers yeah <laughs> so then my last pop culture would you rather it is not food related but i feel like this would be very debatable would you rather a real tree or a fake tree <gasps>
1: Oh, that's going to oh. cause a bit of conflict because I was the first one to get a fake Christmas tree because I think up until I was 32, I've had a real Christmas tree and then um, I got a dog and I thought, oh, he he can't be around the real Christmas tree. So I did invest a bit of money in a Balsam Hill, beautiful light up Christmas tree and I haven't looked back. So you've got a, so I, I always get a um, real Christmas tree. Um and last year there happened to be the most massive spiders that came out of this Christmas tree and it did make me question whether I should also get a Balsam Hill tree. Um but I'm sticking to the real Christmas trees for now. My partner actually ended up growing a whole load of um Christmas trees at his mum's place. It's up at his up at this property. So we've suddenly got like fifty baby Christmas trees. Aww. So I'm thinking of bringing a few of those in for the smell because it's the smell that's the most beautiful mm. thing about the real Christmas tree, and then maybe upgrading to a balsam. Yeah, hill. see, it's... I knew that Amy was growing like Amy's partner was growing these Christmas trees, and my partner Reese is allergic to pine, so mm. we have uh, we have had real Christmas trees together, but I did get the fake one. But my plan is to have a fake one and a real one. So my heart it says real Christmas tree. I think when you have kids like when when we all have kids I kind of love that whole experience of going down and picking up the tree and you know you get to choose it I think that's kind of magical as well I think also in terms of fake Christmas trees there's a certain standard you can't be picking up a tree that doesn't have many bristles I feel like we almost need a class in Christmas trees because I take decorating very very seriously (laughs) it has to be a tree that has a lot of like branches for decorations. It can't look like a toilet brush. At my old work, (laughs) they got a Christmas tree last year and I think it was $10 from Kmart or something. It was the worst tree I've ever seen. I would have preferred them not to put a tree up. It was horrible. No shade because obviously like, it's such an expensive time and Christmas is crazy. But I think just invest in some more... Like baubles or something from, you know what I mean? there's you like can make baubles, trees you can look make really it, good. Get some tinsel. Like. Well, my partner's mum, she's not that into Christmas. And growing up, she used to bring out this tree, which was literally just like this long piece of wood with other bits of wood on either side. And Dale Aww. always threatens that he's going to take it and put it up as our Christmas tree. <laughs> so I, I, but I do think he says, you know, that to him, that's magical. I think regardless of how much money you have to spend on a Christmas tree, it's, it's like putting in that effort and making it look beautiful. Cause I do think, and we need to do this challenge. I feel like with a small budget, you could make any Christmas tree look amazing. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Just need that. eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they out have those yeah. big big packets of baubles and you get so many in them and they still also good. facebook marketplace people sell really good christmas trees yeah, or just christmas throw them stuff. away for nothing Ooh, mm. I never yeah. Thought of that. Like, yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. We're, giving, we're giving all the budgeting advice today yeah we suddenly <laughs> turned into a
1: money podcast watch out yeah. victoria <laughs> divine these are some great <laughs> tips here
0: <laughs> oh Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on to the podcast to talk all things Christmas, Influences, Swifty. Where can people find you? Well,
1: thank you for having us. We really love chatting all things Christmas with you. Um, if you do want to listen to our podcast, we're all, we're on um, Spotify, Apple, just search outspoken, the podcast. And we're also on TikTok and Instagram. Our handle is outspoken underscore the underscore podcast. I feel like I'm reading the last lines of our everyday. Everyone po- usually switches <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, we do have a subscriber show where we kind of go a bit deeper on some topics. I mean, Sometimes you can feel like um, I don't know. There's a, sometimes when we talk about particular influences, there's only a level that you can go to. But a, behind the paywall, we kind of can give a few more of our open opinions as well. <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we really like to keep it real on the regular show too. I've but... got to say before we go, I'm like addicted to your laugh, Demi. Like I feel yes. like it's the most Aww, like coolest laugh. Like very um, feel good. Yeah, so very good.
0: Christmas Aww, thank laugh. You. <laughs> <laughs> so self-conscious about it and even my Aww. voice as well because i used to think why do i still sound like a seven-year-old girl and i'm in my 20s why is that no it's so, so good I, I love that. it oh i love <laughs> your you, voice you. it's such a nice voice
1: how's it all deep and monotone <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's taken me so long to be able to like differentiate the voices though like i think i've only just started to like like tell the difference like this past year before that <laughs> oh. i was just, like I don't understand who who's who. I don't know who. I know, that's the, I've only just started. <laughs> yeah, That's
1: the hardest thing about having a podcast with your identical siblings. Like, cause when we ring our mum, sometimes she won't know who's talking to her either. But I find it with um, Claire and Jesse Stevens. Cause I'm always trying to figure out with their canceled yes. podcast. I'm like, and then I think I've got it. And you feel so like good. And then you're like, oh, actually, no, that was the wrong one. Yeah. But... yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good thing is if someone's away, you could literally just talk to yourself and people would think that, you know, we're all there <laughs> having the same podcast. <laughs> just argue with yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I used to try and- in the early, early days, when I was just starting to listen to your, and I could never differentiate the voices, I used to just pretend, oh, this is just one person talking. They just didn't about it for themselves. Oh <laughs> well, Thanks for pushing through. Oh, oh yes, yeah, it was such a struggle. Gosh, such a struggle to listen through. <laughs> no, I, I love your podcast so, so much. And I just also oh, have to say you. congratulations on how big it's grown. I think it was just in, like, the recent, like, past... Oh, I'm trying to remember now. I just remember there was a moment, like, I think two years ago, and I just saw your podcast. It just got massive all of a sudden, and it's Aww. continued to be this way, and I've just felt so proud. I'm just like, ha I was an original. I was Aww, an original. Thank, was just, you. thank you. It just makes me so happy. And I love your subscriber apps. I have to say, the Sarah's Day ones. Aw. <laughs> oh chef's kiss just oh. <laughs> soothe, my, soothe my petty soul yeah we, still, we <laughs> still
1: haven't received that legal letter from kurt yet so i don't think it's coming so. yeah you've got to know that you've done the right thing when you're receiving legal threats i think that's always the barometer fake, fake legal but threats whole, not, not everyone after <laughs> listening to it don't you think like we were quite fair you know oh, <laughs> we did really have to yeah. say we were no i we, we were.
0: I thought some of the times you were actually, like, talking her up a little bit. And I'm just like, oh, I did it. No, she actually did this. Oh, that's not so bad. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, nope, nope. There it is. Yeah, there's, like, times you're actually, like, talking positively. And it wasn't like you were, like, siding with her. It was just you just were just like, it's a positive story. Let's talk about it positively.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we try and do it as fair and balanced as possible because, like, Mm we – got into talking about influencers because we actually really enjoyed watching their content um, originally, and then just trying to think about it deeper. So thank you. (laughs) And we have met Sarah's day before as well. So that's kind of adds interesting layer to the, Have you? yeah, through work um, through our PR company, we, um, Kurt was involved in a story and I've got to say they were lovely when we met them. Um, Mm. So they haven't been as lovely since, (laughs) <laughs> but um, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, that's the thing, like people demonize a lot of people online and you only really see sort of one side of it sometimes. And I think with Sarah, she has done a lot of controversial things, but she's also not a devil, like the well, devil. either. No, it's also like, I mean, we saw it with Clementine Ford recently with her, you know, just speaking or critiquing Maddie J's recent video. And just because mm. you're critiquing something or you have an opinion on something that someone creates, it doesn't mean that you hate this person. It's just mm. a journalistic look mm. at an issue. So mm. yeah, yeah, the content they're putting out, it's not always the person. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We should all be able to like say something and And, like, isn't that all what we're doing? We all have a platform. We're all just here blabbering our mouths away. (laughs) So, yeah, sometimes we talk about other people. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But thank you all so much for coming onto the podcast. And thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into today's show. If you want to follow Outspoken, head on over to the show notes. They are on Apple Podcasts. They are on Spotify. And make sure as well you subscribe to their Outspoken. Plus, for some extra episodes, including deep diving on the hottest person from High Five next. <laughs>
1: <time>. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much.
0: That you got to talk to him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll hook you up. We'll, yeah, uh, he might.
0: He could actually. Be a he'd gosh, be a great. Yeah. yeah,
1: he'd be a great guest, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just one-on-one uh, what, chat for you with him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I won't be creepy at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much, ladies. Thank Thanks, you. Oh, thank, thank you. It was so fun to
1: chat with you. Sorry if we rambled a bit in parts. <laughs>
0: we'll yeah, feel it. free all to
1: right. chop us out. Chop a bit
0: <laughs> all good, all good thank you beautiful humans for listening in to today's episode of feeling nostalgic and thank you so much kate amy and sophie for coming on to the podcast make sure you tune in to outspoken the podcast highly highly recommend checking it out and just a oh, big thank you to everyone that's been supporting feeling nostalgic this year i am Beyond thankful to all the listeners, and I'm really, really happy that many of you are enjoying this show and looking at pop culture and how it shapes the people on social media and the public figures that we all follow and love. I will be back next year, sometime in January. I haven't figured out a date yet because as always, I am uh can't figure out plans yeah as I go along but it'll be out in January I'll let you know just make sure you follow me on social media at the kaleidoscope news at not at the kaleidoscope news at kaleidoscope news on Instagram and I'll keep you all updated on when the show will be back and yeah just again just big thank you for tuning into the show I really appreciate it But anyway, that is it for me. I hope you all have a fabulous Christmas, a fabulous New Year's, and I will see you all in 2024. We acknowledge this podcast was recorded on Aboriginal land. This land is, and always will be, Aboriginal land.